Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon on Friday, March 25th, the last Friday in March. And this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, Zach and Ray. How are you doing this morning, Pops? Oh, I'm good. And you? Yeah, doing pretty good. Thanks. We've got Christopher here with us. I've if never bought a car that has come with a protection package like paint, paint, uh, paint, paint coating. coating interior. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering how does a customer actually know it's been done since they were paying for it and i don't know if they fell victim to it cool we'll come back to that that's an interesting question tim something awesome here with us justice yes happy friday to you as well uh jash is here with us space welcome to see you here too neil's here steven's here andrew's here thank you guys all for being here yeah Yeah, today we're going to talk about yes is right now yeah the worst time in the history of our country Uh, to buy a car no when was the worst time? Um, I'm thinking some 1776. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, you mean since since the advent of the automobile? Also, JMB says, where is Miss Kimberly Klein? Got a text message this morning. She's feeling a little under the weather. So everyone send will wishes to Miss Kimberly Klein, unfortunately not joining us today. Yes. Uh, I, you know, which, which puts a crimp in my style because uh, – She's why everybody tunes in on Fridays, and and I couldn't grow hair long enough and, and, yeah, yeah, and look yeah. pretty enough. But is is since the advent of the automobile, yeah, I suppose this is probably the worst time in history, uh, at least in my lifetime's history. Uh, or, is there anything that's even close? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I was about to take that back because in the early 80s when when interest rates were 18 19 20% for an automobile loan you know thankfully you know cars were were relatively inexpensive compared to today's dollars but it was still a lot of money in those days dollars and so that really made it difficult for people to buy cars uh, because interest rates were so outrageously high um but as far as having the ability to be able to buy a car today, uh, with all the manufacturing issues, the chip shortages, mm-hmm. the wire harness shortages, the parts shortages, um, the shortages of used cars, there has probably never been a time in the retail history of the automobile industry where it has been harder for a customer to be able to a get what they want and b get it at at somewhat reasonable price we've got some comments in the chat uh auto sales weren't they worse in world war ii and and jason faulkner saying the same thing here as well top five yeah i think i think you're probably right but it's interesting you know part of the reason that i i came up with the title for today's show and well it's for clicks come on let's why you Let's always, be real. Why you gotta? Why you gotta do me like that? I'm sorry. Post on the YA community forum just a couple hours ago. This is Ronnie. Yeah. And we've heard a lot about this. If you're not on the forum, get on the forum. There's almost ten thousand people now that are on the forum. It's incredible. You finance with us. This in the current situation I'm having with the dealership, you get a two thousand dollar rebate. Yeah. You know this we've heard more and more of, and it's it's I guess the point that I'm trying to make is. The amount of leverage that dealers have right now, that sellers have, is through the roof. The amount of leverage that buyers have is minimal at best. So maybe you could say in World War II it was worse. 
and that's maybe a function of just literally the fact that the world was well, in a war. Well, well, it's a it's a function that they they took the manufacturing capabilities of of the automobile manufacturers and they utilized them for uh, for uh, war needs. Um, you know, somebody had to produce tanks and this and that. Um, so it, it it you know they they weren't producing cars for for the public consumption. They were producing vehicles to help support the war machine so yeah the, i mean technically speaking yeah probably in world war ii it was a much worse time for people to try and buy a car than it is today yeah um but i was trying to keep it within my lifetime which is nearly 71 years and in my lifetime um this seems like there's there's a demand and there's no supply and there any number of issues that are impacting both of those and and so that's why i think it's uh, it's it's a difficult if it's not the most difficult time it, it is an extremely difficult time for for consumers to be purchasing cars and anywhere and gm actually just with some news this morning gm to idle pickup output at fort wayne for two weeks due to microchip shortage the plant builds light duty chevy silverados and gmc sierras so talk about okay world war ii maybe all the plant capacity was going towards the quote war machine yes uh well right now plants can't even get the parts they need to be produced and this is one of multiple i know i saw mazda earlier this week talked about in japan they were shutting down factories yes. for two days if i just go back to the homepage of automotive news Oops, it always scrolls to the bottom. Very frustrating. I don't know what Automotive News is doing, but you've got a section here. Yeah, Ukraine updates. Yes. VW delays ID5 launch on lack of wire harnesses from Ukraine. Uh, Four-day week for three months for this company. Uh, leaving Autovaz. Yeah. Uh, Avtovaz. Yeah. Stellantis keeps Russian van plant running as rival Renault bows to pressure over Ukraine. Interesting. This is fascinating. Russia's threat yes. to nationalize assets could cost the auto industry billions. So there's just there's headlines galore about chip shortage, supply chain issues, War. the nationalization of assets, um, yeah. which is something that no one had pre uh, predicted as well. And each of those things leads to this, I think, not so fan uh, uh, fantastical justification that now is the worst time ever to be buying a car. Will it be? Worse in a week, worse in a month. I think there's actually room for for that to happen. Um, so maybe this headline will be reused in about a month. But knowing you, yeah, yes, of I mean, course. come on, because there's probably I don't know. <laughs> Igor here in the chat saying Ray is probably right back in the late 70s. Excuse me, yeah, late 70s and early 80s was the worst time to buy a car. Yeah, I, I mean guess. that I can. Re I I mean literally that I can remember because it was just. It was so difficult to buy anything. Um, mortgage rates were 15, 16%. Mortgage rates, okay? Car loans were, were it was just, it was just a crazy, crazy time. And, and I can tell you, uh, back in those days, I was barely making a living uh, in the automobile industry trying to sell cars. I mean, when were the good old days? When were the best days to be in the business? I mean, I guess right now is the best day to be in the business, but I, I, it's probably really frustrating at the same um, time. You know, right before the Great Recession, oh my God, you know, people didn't care that they were upside down. They were they were using their home equity lines of credit to to buy things that you know they just they just hey let the house is going to pay for it. <laughs> and I, I mean, people people would come in and they were 
twenty, thirty thousand dollars upside down on their current car, meaning that they owe twenty to thirty thousand dollars more than their vehicles was worth. But they wanted to get into something new. So they just used the equity out of their home to pay off the twenty wow. to thirty thousand dollars of of negative equity so that they could get into that new vehicle. And and I mean, we were selling cars like crazy. We were making decent money. Um you know, and then it, was, it all uh, the bubble it, popped. Well, yeah, and then it then it kind of came to a stop. Um, you know, uh, it was, yeah. Those 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 were some fun times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Oh, it's fast times at Ridgemont High. Let's jump back to Christopher's question from the beginning of today's show, Dad. So yeah. Christopher was asking. Yeah. Customer actually knows it's been done. How does a customer actually know that uh, ceramic paint? protection or interior fabric protection how do you know if those have actually been installed at the dealership when you're paying for them on your buyer's order um your warranty that comes with them and the paperwork that comes with them that's the best way to validate yes and and in some cases um some of those products um the the remaining product that's not used is is uh, placed in the trunk or the glove box um you know so that you can reapply it at a later date as well that's interesting. Yes. But the warranty is really kind of like the thing that makes it clear. Well, the whole thing's worthless without the warranty. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it is. I mean, think about it. Hey, it's going to protect your paint from this, that, and the other thing. And then when it doesn't. And, and, and if they didn't apply it and it doesn't and there's no warranty, uh, then, well, great. But if there's a warranty, um, then, yeah. So it's the warranty is what what adds the value we got a question here from tomorrow a few days ago we talked about how sports cars like 911s wouldn't fall in value because those owners can pay for gas yeah what about more affordable sports cars such as mustangs that's just i'm gonna think about it for a second but that's an interesting question um well i i I, sports cars to me are more of a a want or a or a reward um, than anything else. And if you've if you feel in your lifetime you've earned that reward, like when I determined that I had earned the reward of buying the uh, the mini roadster that mm-hmm. your sister uh, didn't care for, we don't need that car. I don't think I don't think your wife at the time cared for it either. Just throwing that out there. Mm. No, she loved when we took it for a ride. Um, so. You know, those those people, I think that if they're in a position to reward themselves, they'll, they'll figure out how to pay for the gas. I want to pull it up on the screen. This comes from IC Cars. They did this analysis of year over year used car values, which vehicles have gone up the most, which have yes. gone up the least. Looking at it by body type. Yes. We didn't talk much about this the other day when we pulled it up. But you can see wagons yeah. have had the greatest appreciation. Hatchbacks, sedans, convertibles, minivans, yeah. SUVs, coupes. Coupes. So that's not sports cars per se, but it's yeah. going to be most of your sports cars. They've actually appreciated less. less. Yes. And so when I start to think about attainable sports cars, yes, my mind says they're probably going to continue to appreciate less slash depreciate less or dep- yeah depreciate less. They'll they'll be more you know when we look at the black book numbers each week, they'll be more towards the middle line than volatility in either direction. Well, and and the the real thing with sports cars is they, they, they just don't make that many of them. You know, I mean, if you think of the Mustang as a sports car, 
um, yeah, the, the, there's there's more production of that. Um, but you know, true sports cars, they know that's a that's a small niche market. How rare they are will indicate you know how yeah. long the value. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, they just don't. You know, that's not where they're sending the chips so that they can go build cars. You know, the chips are going into things that that produce the the greatest profit for the manufacturers and the dealers, and sports cars are not it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, there was one other thing I wanted to pull up here. Let me go back to the chat. S and M, do you guys see a recession coming? Without my glasses, I can't see anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, anybody could say yes. Anybody could say. I mean, who? I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not an economist. I, I, I've lived seventy plus years on this earth, and certain things just seem common sense. Inevitable. To me. Inevitable. I mean, I. You know, listen. At, at seventy plus years, I've I've lived through many cycles. I and and there are. There are cycles that, that the economy goes through. There's good times, there's bad times, there's no way to avoid it. So it's, you know, the Great Recession was in 2008. The recovery took a long time. Um, things have been good for a long time again. Yeah. Um, unemployment is, is, is at the lowest it's been in a very long time. Um, so, you know, what's next? I don't know. There's chip shortages, there's pandemics, and there's a war um, and, and inflation. Um, you know, I shouldn't laugh. That's scary. No. So, so what, what possibly could go wrong and derail this economic uh, uh, folly that we've been in? Um, folly is the, the perfectly appropriate word to use there. I don't think so. But, no, it is. But so I, I, I remember Alan Greenspan once defined it as, as, uh, unreasonable exuberance or irrational yeah. irrational exuberance um so you just you just have to think that history tends to repeat itself there will be a downturn exactly when i don't know but if 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 you're if you think that there won't be you're being foolish yeah 100 percent. all right we've got a couple more chat messages coming through give me give me a second to cue these oh, up absolutely. just want to mention java we do have a podcast. I'll yeah. have to double check why episodes weren't showing up on Spotify. So sorry about that, but glad that you're here with us today. Oh my God. Let's put this into perspective from Clint. Yeah. I sold a battered up 2011 Mazda 2 a couple days ago. I listed it for 2800 yeah. and I had multiple offers for over list price, 3500 and 4000 sold it in a matter of two hours. Wow. And that kind of ties in here with Jason, J.K. Uh, Faulkner. Yeah. So do we have any good news? Yeah, it's a seller's market. If you're going to sell your car, you don't need to replace it. Yes. Seller. Yeah. That tune it's hasn't absolute, changed. Yeah. It's an absolute seller. Are we market. down a little bit maybe from the highs of what we saw from Carvana offers and things like that last year? Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a tad. But I mean, still. it's still a seller's market. And there's still way too much going on that could could negatively impact what what's available so that anything that is available should go up in value at a certain point again. <laughs> Went to auction yesterday. Cards look like apartments. Wow. Trash. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard. I don't know if I I've like ever that. heard apartments. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I, yeah. I hear that. Wow. And then this debt. Uh, maybe it's because people have been living in them. <laughs> Potentially, unfortunately. Yeah. Simply Vincent. Vincent. 
But is it the best time to buy a car within the next five months? I think to answer that question, yeah, the answer is yes. Is right now the best time to buy over I think so. Again, what indication do we have that anything is going to get better? I'm still waiting. We check automotive news every day. We, we have people calling us, giving us news stories every single day. Like, show me a good... Okay, you know what? I want to... And want to have a good headline this. Elon Musk aims to build 20 million EVs a year. Or maybe 10 million. <laughs> okay, but everything else, yeah. unless it's Tesla news, which yeah. is, you know, take it with a grain of salt, everything else. This guy, uh, uh, the ex-Reynolds and Reynolds CEO, yeah. Yeah. he kept money from the IRS. He's yeah. going to jail. We can't... Scroll back up for a second. Rivian CFO has a plan for regaining Wall Street's trust after stock plunge. Uh, yeah. Sure, that's decently good news. Really? I don't know. <laughs> uh, some dealership buying. So it's like, like every, delay. Again, the reason I'm saying why is right now probably the best time, even though it's quite possibly the worst <laughs> time in history to buy a car. If you need to, it's probably not going to get any better. Not for a while. Unless you're on the sell side. I actually could yeah. I could imagine maybe on the sell side it gets yes. a little bit better. Melissa's in the chat. Hey, Melissa. Local Honda dealership has agreed to sell a Honda Civic uh, HB hatchback, hatchback yeah. at MSRP. When I go Sunday to reserve, they made sure I'm aware of inevitable manufacturer increases until I take delivery. No, the fact that they're willing to sell it to you what the MSRP is, is a plus in today's world. Yeah, it absolutely is. Tracy here in the chat. Whoopsies. There we go. Problem is with the chip shortage preceding this insane inflation and gas prices, coupled with the cost of parts, I wouldn't expect prices to drop. They can't produce much. Uh, so the inventory isn't high. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's this kind of like uh, multiple black swan events that have all happened at the same time. I think so. Black swan events. I like that. Uh, Natalie Portman going to be in that? Buying a car today is better than tomorrow and tomorrow is better than next week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see here from Mandy. I'm on lists with 12 Toyota dealerships in the mid-Atlantic for a RAV4 hybrid. One told me it could be six to eight months wait. And that's probably, we talked to Marcello the other yeah. day. He said, he said what, they're getting one Toyota Sienna this whole year? No, no, no. He was talking about, a, I think, a Sequoia hybrid. Okay, all right. That all they're right. getting one of once once they're available. And they are considered a large Toyota dealership. And they're getting one for that model year. For the Sequoia Hybrid. Now let's actually. But, right. but he also said yeah. that that um, when they take deposits on incoming stuff or stuff that they hope to have incoming someday, they tell the people that it's going to they're going to have to wait probably at minimum six months and perhaps A more. Year. Yeah. So that's just that's just reality at the moment. Got a good question here from Frager. Uh, are the older electric vehicles worth purchasing like a Chevy Volt? I don't know if Justin, uh, Justin's our in-house EV expert or Justice. Maybe you yes. could comment on this as well. Not 100% sure if it's a good idea or a bad idea. Also, Pops, you're distracted. We've got the window cleaners are about to be, um, uh, what's it called? Cleaning. <laughs> Coming down the windows yeah, on, our, on yeah. our office building. Maybe yeah. we'll turn the camera around when that happens. I do want to share some good news, though. Yes. Because it's not all bad news. This comes from our friend Eddie over on the community forum. Yes. 2022 Nissan Kicks. He SR. got SR. Yeah. This was the original, not manufacturers, but dealer's addendum sticker that was yes. placed on the vehicle. What yes. do you see here, Pops? Um, well, I, 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 I see some ridiculous charges plus a $5,000 dealer markup. Yeah. So you've, um, got, you've got the... Clear, clear pro, pro door, door protection. protection, which, if I may, ladies and gentlemen, the door protection is 
door edge guards. Now, the edge of the door, as most of you know, is not very thick. And the door edge guards that go on them are probably no more than a half an inch wide. Okay, so you get a quarter inch on either side of that door edge. And it's a clear plastic. And then it has... It has where you put your hand in to get to the door handle. Wait a second, Pops. It's Wait a, a second. Door cup. We got to make you a little bit bigger here. Okay, it's it's called a door <laughs> cup, and and so they put this little piece of plastic in that opening so that you don't scratch the paint and chip the paint with your fingernails. And and I can tell you that the total cost of all that plastic is maybe maybe. 50 bucks and your lot attendant if he has a steady hand and hasn't been drinking the night before he'll install it for you <laughs> okay so door edge guards for a grand you're not too keen on the spartan no. gps for a thousand dollars gps for three years coverage which is similar to a uh, a uh, what's that thing low jack yep. but it's not quite low jack um and uh, but it's similar uh, yeah, that that that's a bit much. All right, so Eddie found this deal and he got he, he saw this window sticker. Anyway, yes. it comes out to a thirty three thousand dollar asking price from a twenty five thousand dollar MSRP vehicle. He yes. gets his OTD. Yeah. First thing you're going to see here is, you and see, again, this is the good news of the day. Yeah. This is the good news of the yeah. day. He had discounts across all the aftermarkets. Yeah. And I don't see that five thousand. And the five thousand dollars disappeared because, as we like to say, it's like it's it's the dealers just asking for it. They're hoping that you'll that that you're asleep at the switch and and you'll go oh yeah yeah I love to pay you five grand extra um, they're hoping but it's like any contract you can you can accept it you can reject it or you can amend it in this particular case Eddie got them to amend it and he got them to remove it just damn impressive yeah. honestly and it's yeah. a, it's a testament to putting the effort in. And then ultimately, and this is yes. what's so great about the community forum, you can yes. see here Phil gave his two cents. Yeah. Right here. Reporting back with success. Bought the car with MSRP plus five fifty for all the accessories. Too tired to get rid of the last fifty, but overall the goal was achieved. <laughs> Thanks to Phil and Eric Rogers for the insight. We had Eric in here. This is awesome, by the yeah. way. As a cop for 27 years, the VIN etching theft code protection is worthless. It never assisted us with finding a stolen car or its parts. Spartan GPS, I assume, is similar to LoJack. The only cars we ever found with LoJack were repossessed cars in the local repossession lot. Or, or you might find them in a dirt lot somewhere after they've been, after they've been, uh, all the parts have been removed oh man door edge guards can be bought online for five dollars <laughs> but there you go that gives you some perspective in yes. terms of what can actually be done in this work and that is the good news that is the good news yes and maybe it's not a toyota but you know what you're getting a nissan at msrp plus 550 for the accessories yes all right that's better than maybe being on a wait list at toyota for the next year and and from for, for some perspective on that that from space yeah longo toyota in california only has 15 15 vehicles a month in allocation on the RAV4 Prime, but it's 700 on the wait list. Well, Sunnyvale the, Toyota, 500 wait list in a two-year. Well, and and just so. What people, model year do you get after? You're not getting this model year, but but just so you know, Longo Toyota is the largest Toyota dealership in the world. Just happens to be owned by the Penske organization. Um, and, and so if they can't get vehicles as the largest and Longo Toyota, just historically speaking, was actually the first Toyota dealership to ever open in the United States. Wow. Um, so if they can't get inventory, that pretty much says nobody's getting inventory.
again nissan kicks now yeah. pops actually pops on the headphones oh they're all the way over they're there i'll just show this to you i'll just show this to you okay. so i had i posted yeah. a tiktok of this and I'm, I'm very disappointed tiktok again yeah took me down for community guidelines violation saying it was illegal let's see it'll pop up what here. did you do you know what i did no i posted this and everyone on the uh, stream is gonna here you can So that's a Penske dealership. Though. Yeah, that's a Penske dealership, and I apologize, to everyone. I had the uh, the audio muted, but essentially, what they did. Oh, can I take this one? Is on a new Hummer. Yeah, they had a fifty thousand dollar markup. You used to work for Penske. You've told me in the past that Penske wouldn't allow you to mark up that much. Well, in our in, in our market, we weren't. Allowed. But there you go. Yeah, fifty thousand dollar markup on a new Hummer. Isn't that insane? Um, yeah, that's probably light today. But it it, it shows kind of. It puts into perspective, and yeah, sorry about that. I didn't realize I had it muted. I wasn't saying anything too valuable, but yeah. but um, TikTok took down my TikTok of me calling out this dealership for putting a $50,000 markup on a vehicle. Crazy. But the, the, the thing is, yeah. it puts in perspective. If there's no inventory of something, you don't have a chance to really do anything. If there is inventory, like that Nissan that Eddie got, yes. people make fun of Nissan left and right here on YouTube. The uh, CBT every, transmission. Every everything. chance they get. Great. Yes. Sure. It's no Toyota. No yeah. Toyota. But you don't have to wait for six to eight months or a year. And you got it at MSRP. Again, kind of like it's what you're going to go for is yeah. I think the big the, – the, 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 excuse me, the big point that I'm trying to make right here. Simply Vicent says, I need a shirt with Pops' face on it when I go to the dealership to negotiate for my next used car. The confidence boom I'd have with that. Boom. Wow. Wow. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> From Neil, if it's taxable, it's removable. <laughs> we need some new merch I, we do i like that i like that well and we'll have to put and if we do that one we'll have to put by nl underneath that yeah that's true that's yeah. true and then john with a question he says i really would feel more comfortable with a warranty for my 09 hyundai tucson that is eighty five thousand miles on it not sure car shield or maybe my, that's why yeah I, i'm hopeful if you are going to hold on to a vehicle in this market, which is totally an advisable thing to do, yeah. um, please, 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 please just get a quote from us. You do not have to buy the extended warranty from us, but get the quote. It doesn't even require you to give us any information. Okay, so 2021, let's say we're doing an Audi. Oh, that's going to be expensive. Oh, yeah. All right, let's not do an Audi. Let's do like a, I don't know, a Ford. Do a, a Ford, okay. Um, uh, Mustang. Sure. That's got... There you go. Yeah. And I'm here in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. You'll see in just a second here. There you go. Yeah. Man, that's expensive for a Ford Mustang. Um, but anyway, there you yeah. go. You can get the quote. You can go back. You can make changes. You can do the whole thing. The reason I'm do sharing. A Honda. It, let's that do a Honda. Be less. All right, let's check. <laughs> Honda. Yeah. What do you think? A Civic? Sure. Let's say it's relatively new. Let's move ourselves to Arizona. Okay. There you go. Well, look at that. And you can play around with the years and stuff. People ask because we yeah. tell you that we make $500. Yeah. It's not this number plus $500. No. It's subtract not. $500 from that number, and that's what we paid for. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, the reason I'm sharing this on the screen is because if you're going to hold on to a vehicle and you're going to send a warranty, please get a quote from us to at least understand what a relative cost is. Gap insurance. You want to hear something freaking annoying? Yeah. 
when you buy gap insurance at yeah. a car dealership, yeah. I can't say with certainty, but but you could ask your F&I manager, am I buying gap insurance or am I buying gap waiver coverage? You're probably buying gap waiver. To be, to be able to sell a gap waiver, you have to be party to a loan. To get gap waiver approved in all 50 states is a hell of a lot easier than to get gap insurance approved in all 50 states. The gap insurance you buy through your your uh, your property and casualty insurers, your Geico's, your all states, your progressive, that's true gap insurance. You don't have to be party to the loan to buy gap insurance. So to answer the question, when are we, YAA, going to have gap insurance short round, which we would probably mark up, I don't know, 100 bucks, 150 bucks. I got to work on that. I just signed a contract with another company to help us get compliant in all 51 states, 50 states plus DC, because I've been beating my head up against the wall with California for three months now, yes, just have. so we can sell mechanical breakdown insurance there. This industry, like they don't want anything to change because it works really well right now for those that make money. Yes. We're trying. I'm trying. It's, it's, uh, and the window cleaners are trying. We're going to, when they come down, we're turning the camera. Everyone's going to yeah. see. Yeah. Javid says, does a high cost on extended warranty mean an unreliable car? Yeah. Yeah. They've, they have found over the course, course of time that they tend to break down more and they're more expensive to repair. So that's reflected in the premium. Can you answer this question, Pops? And I'm going to prep the camera to turn it around. <laughs> Can you buy a car in Canada and import to the U.S. to save money if they have dealer markups? From what I've seen, Canada does not allow markups. You answer this. I'm seriously. Canada. Canada and I wore shorts to work today. It was just yeah. a bad, bad decision. Yeah. Canada does not allow you to sell a vehicle for above MSRP unless there's some dealer-installed accessories on it. Um, can you import a car from Canada? You can. I don't know what all the rules and regulations are in order to be able to do that. The problem is, is the dealerships in Canada are just like the dealerships here in the States, and they don't have any cars to sell. So most of what's up there is pre-sold, and they'd rather keep those vehicles for their own customers in their marketplace as opposed to shipping them across the border. Here we've got Chris. Chris, thanks for being here. We love when people in the industry are part of the channel. As a car dealer here in New York with Audi, my lowest-priced vehicle is a Q3 with at 10% over MSRP. Total of 23 and in my inventory with 14 salespeople. Uh, Chris, how many of your salespeople are making a living? How do you pay them? Yeah. Seriously, yeah. how do you? Yeah, play it? that that's 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 terrible. Wow. But the good news is we're going to have clean windows here, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. From Sophie, just want to jump on and say I love YA. I just joined and got the membership a few days ago. Used your chat feature this morning, and the membership paid for itself already. Phil was amazing. Thanks for being here, Sophie. Uh, again, join yaa.com. The window cleaners are so cool. Here we go. Count it down, Dad. Oh, here they Count are. No, no, no. Count it down. Here okay, three. Oh, don't knock stuff over. Three. Two, uh, almost one. Well, I see a guy's feet over here. We're doing the live action. Uh, yeah, look, there's a bucket. I see a bucket. Here they come, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is the nonsense we're putting up with today. He's over here, Zach. He's, I mean, he's right here. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is the nonsense and the noise we're putting up with today as we're trying to broadcast live from the worldwide headquarters in our downtown Bethesda office. Oh, my goodness gracious. That was something else, but thanks for sharing. Wait a second. They're coming down further. There's 350 people here with us. This yeah. is truly... Yeah, this is wow. this is one of the more unique experiences that we've ever had. Oh, oh here he comes. Hey, hey, buddy. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, wave, wave to the camera. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like, would you ever do this as a job? Would I do this as a job? I, 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 I wouldn't do it from the inside. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Do we need a release? <laughs> oh my god! This is oddly satisfying. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 it's. Really it's for a this yeah. is fun. Well, I I don't know that it's fun, but viewership has stayed steady. Yeah, it's fascinating. It is certainly fat. It's man, he's good with his rubber cup, his little suction cup there. But I don't think that's going to keep him from falling. But the harness should. Wow. Yeah. There you have it. That's that's what we've been putting up with at the at the worldwide headquarters. Oh my God. Okay. Um, happy Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't oh, really. So for those of you who have nothing to do on Saturday evening, don't forget <laughs> we'll be on our main channel, the YAA channel, with our Saturday night live live stream <laughs> at seven p.m. tomorrow evening. And otherwise, we'll see you back here on Monday for at noon for more news that you can use from YAA. And God knows we'll have the cleanest windows in all of Bethesda. Wow, these guys are really <laughs> yeah. something else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, like I'm they're yucking it up out. They're having fun. Yeah. We're on the sixth, fifth floor. Fifth floor. Well, they're going every every floor down they go, they go up with the, the softer the landing. <laughs> Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.